Hello everybody and welcome to the History of Voyager. My name is Benjamin Kitchings. As always, there are a zillion podcasts out there. Thank you very, 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 very much for listening to mine. This is one from The Vault. I tell you what. When I go, when I die... And I hope that I'm going to be a podcaster. I hope that I'm going to be able to be a podcaster literally until a couple days before I drop drop dead. When I die, there's going to be a cast of characters that I'm going to remember, a cast of people that I'm going to remember. And this woman is definitely going to be one of them. I spoke to her really early on in my show's life. And back when I was talking to business people about how their world was impacted by COVID, and I realized that I needed to talk to those people because there was a woman that I spoke to who made me realize that I wasn't getting the other side of the story. I wasn't getting all of the story, or enough of the story, or whatever. So Petra Buchanan answered, I believe, what was a Reddit, I guess we call them Reddit ads, but she answered a Reddit ad nearly over two years ago at this point, and we've been friendly ever since. Petra I think would be okay with me saying uh, lives in Northern California on what I assume is a rural situation somewhere in rural Northern California. And a few months ago she contacted me one morning and said she wanted to talk. And I guess I got really busy. I don't even know why this didn't even make the internet, but it should have made the internet way before now, but it's making the internet now, I guess, but here we go. And so, this is, I guess we need to think of this as essentially a COVID episode, but this is my COVID episode from earlier in the year, and... I'm now releasing it into the world. And I just wanted to say thanks. And I guess the last two and a half years have been kind of a journey for me. And uh, I've met so many people all over the world. I've interacted with so many folks. And um, I'm going to continue doing it literally until a couple days before I drop one way or the other, but I've just interacted with so many people, and I've had so much fun, and just learned so much. I I say it every day, but there's nobody that learns more from this podcast than me. That's just not possible. Um, Anyway, this is um, Petra Buchanan. As far as the timeline, I recorded this soon after I recorded 
the anonymous wastewater employee, and I actually referred to that in the episode. All right, so that's roughly the timeline there. But anyway, I'm going to send you guys back in the Wayback Machine. Um, take care, folks. I'll see you later. This call is now being recorded. Hi, everybody. This is uh, Ben Kitchens of History Voyager. And I'm here with somebody that I've talked to a bunch, but not her. Her name is uh, Petra Buchanan. And I thought she was got in touch with me today, and she wanted to talk to me about her her COVID experience, but also her neighbors and her community's COVID experience. So why don't you take it away, Petra? Um, hi, I'm Petra Buchanan. Um, I first reached out to Ben a couple of years ago when COVID first started because he said he was interested in talking to business owners about how COVID was affecting them. Um, and I, the reason I really wanted to talk to him was because I've never had COVID actually, but I did get a flu 10 years ago that turned my life upside down. So when COVID started, I was suddenly scared for the whole planet because I knew what we were in for is a lot of sick people who are never going to get better and how much that's going to affect our planet and work and healthcare and everything. And so that's what I really wanted to talk to him about. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm here to talk to, talk about well, today. Thank you for being on my show. I'm glad you got in touch with me yeah. this morning. Um, so, okay. So you're, you're, I guess you call it, what do you actually call it? The flu or what you're, I guess you're Yeah, it's, I just had a normal flu. I had a regular flu. I was perfectly healthy. I was 38 years old. I'd won a triathlon the year before. Um, I had a two year old. Um, yeah, and I just, I got this flu. I'd never had the flu before. And it just wrecked me. Like, I was incredibly sick for a month. Like, my head hurt so much and my eyes hurt so much. Like, if somebody asked me to look somewhere, it was excruciating. Um, I never took a day off because that's just my personality, and I kind of wish I had. Um, and it took me about four months to recover from. But then I never felt the same. Like, I just felt shell-shocked. Um, and then slowly, over like a year, my lungs started hurting. Um, but only if I smoked things, so I quit smoking. And then over a couple of years, I started getting better, and I mostly felt better, just kind of delicate. Um, yeah. And then about two years into it, I moved to um, Telluride, Colorado, which is 9,000 feet of altitude. And I don't know what – well, I, I'm pretty sure I know what happened. Is I, It turns out I have a genetic disorder that I know about now that causes low B12 and folate levels, which causes anemia, and you need a lot of blood to adjust to altitude. So I just think, like, having had that flu paired with this genetic disorder, I couldn't adjust to the altitude, and basically all the symptoms that I'd had from the flu came back, plus, like, a myriad of other symptoms. Like, it just became this, like, whack-a-mole situation. Like, my body just couldn't... It was like my homeostasis had been 
thrown off so much yeah. I just couldn't recover on my own. Yeah. And and to to I guess like so this you were out you were always told you had the flu, right? Like you nobody told you you had anything more no, exotic. I mean than my the roommate flu. had the same thing and she just had a flu. Yeah, Jesus. But it's just so I actually have um so my boyfriend, it turns out, he is a biologist at Sonoma State, okay. and he's he's also a California okay. Academy um, of Fellows or Academy of Sciences fellow. So he's pretty yeah. smart, and he has been studying my genetic disorder for 30 years. It's called a methylation disorder, and he sent me an article. And so then I looked at, and there's lots of articles on it actually. And um, methylation disorders do not do well with flus. So it's this okay. whole thing, like it's like the flu is bad, but then, you know, if you have basically yeah. you have the wrong genetics or you have the wrong pre-existing conditions, it's, you know, it's that perfect storm. And then you end up being that unlucky person who gets really sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's wow. Yeah. Okay. So, so you wanted also to talk about, I guess can we say where you live or around where you live? I don't want to give out your address. Yeah, I live in I live in Northern California. I live in Mendocino County. Yeah, and you had told me, um I guess in the email about people taking Ivermectin and So it's not I don't I'm I don't know anybody maybe I do know people personally who have taken it, but I don't know of a personal instant instance where someone's taken it. But it's more that I know a lot of people up here who are anti-vaxxers and anti-masks who have gotten COVID, who now have long COVID. Yeah. And it's really bizarre when you talk to them because they are still anti-vaccine and they still think that things like ivermectin are the answer. Okay. And they just, no matter how, they are just getting, they're so sick, they're not getting better and they just, it's, I mean, it's just bizarre to me. I don't understand. And, I mean, the most bizarre part about it is they've known me for a long time, some of them. And I've been telling them for years about, I got this flu. It made me really sick. Like, get vaccinated, da-da-da-da-da. And they all really like and trust me. And, like, you know, like, because I'm, like, I'm definitely more, like, liberal. But, like, I get along with everybody and people trust me and I'm not going to judge people. I, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'm not judging yeah. them. Like I just share science and so it's just yeah. kind of mind boggling to me that they still are just so closed off from reality. I tell you, honestly, like I tell you, um, I, okay. I don't know when I started realizing where we are with this but i honestly thought like people would you know i th- i didn't think we'd be doing this now i you know what i'm saying like, yeah yeah i didn't think we'd be it's not real blah 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 like you'd think people would wake up by now <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I did. I thought people would go like, oh, my aunt died, my grandmother died, my cousin died. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, so, so and so got sick. You know, I could see where people wouldn't know somebody who died from COVID, especially if you just go by people who actually were hospitalized for it. But sure. people know people that have got sick from this. Like, I know folks that got really sick yeah. from this. I know a man who, who literally caught diabetes from the air. Essentially, oh, wow. like it gave him diabetes, COVID. Wow. So, yeah. So, I mean. That's actually that's so, kind of interesting because like early on when I was sick, I definitely got tested for diabetes. Like my blood sugar was super out of control. Interesting oh. and weird. Yeah. So, wait, when you got sick with the the flu? With the flu, or, yeah. Like three or four years into it, I was just, like, I was peeing constantly, and I just was, like, yeah. hypoglycemic constantly, and just having, like, a really hard time. I mean, yeah. I mean, it took it took seven years to get diagnosed with a genetic disorder I ended up getting diagnosed yeah. for. And once I got treated for that, I started getting better. But before that, it was just, like, who knows what's wrong with you. Yeah. I tell you, I mean, so tell me, um, I guess like we should probably, cause we are, your, your COVID story was never actually recorded. Mm-hmm. So tell me when you first became aware of COVID. Oh, um, so I swear it was November, but then somebody on Reddit like a while back was like, nobody knew about it in November. There's no way. So I don't know. I knew about it as early as you could possibly. I knew about it in October of okay, 20... Okay, then, then thank you. Then me too. Exactly. Yes. And I tell you, I tell you why I knew about it, because I went to the doctor and I had a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. And I went to the doctor and the the nurse, there was a young lady and she was a nurse and she said, yeah, I have, you know, I'm really worried about SARS-CoV-2. I was like, what's that? And she said, COVID. And then like I had another, and I had like another doctor's appointment for something else. And they said, the guy, the guy was, he was like on 11 about COVID. You know what I'm saying? He was like yeah. not on 10. He was on 11. No, I was like by January, <laughs> I had paid off all my debt. Mm-hmm. I had stocked my closet full of rice and beans. <laughs> and yeah. I started out planning out like a victory garden. Like that's, and I bought a gun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I remember back in those days, back when everybody thought, Jesus. <laughs> Like, yeah, you didn't know if people were going to be bleeding or writing. Like, oh, my God. You, you know no what? what you know happen. what I remember? Like, I honestly remember this. And I, I feel it's weird to even reminisce about this. Like, it was a long time ago. I remember, like, I saw. What's that movie with Matt Damon? And uh, it's like a play. Say it again. Contagion. That's it. I had seen Contagion, like, right prior to COVID. And so I thought, this is going to be that. And plus, like, I was I was doing this podcast on the Spanish flu, and so I was thinking, hey, maybe this is whatever. And, I mean, yeah, I thought, 
but see now I can't even watch like pandemic stuff. Like I can't even watch movies yeah. about pandemics or. Oh, interesting. I'm, I'm still obsessed. Like I was obsessed. I, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> because I I can't do it because it's like you. Yeah, that's not what it is, Chief. I you know. <laughs> yeah. I live through this. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not that. It's boring and sad and slow and. Well, it's boxing. either boring and sad, or it's not boring and it's not sad. There's no in between. Yeah. You know, because I've talked. I remember I talked to a lady. But it wasn't like who, the crazy dramatic thing, like you know, that we were. You know, it could have potentially been. Well, I mean, okay. You know, well, here's what it was. It was like. COVID had settled along a road and somebody like if you knew people who died, you knew a few people who died, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. a few people. Yeah. And like, you might have to take care of their kids or you might have to whatever, but it wasn't like it's the end of the world as we know it. They wasn't like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, it kind of feels more like being a like frog in a pot of boiling water or something. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of amazing that I haven't had it yet. It's the strange thing where like part of me, it's hard not to get like kind of defeatist and just go fucking get it to get it over with. You know what I mean? But then I'm like, no, you could ruin your life and die. So just don't go there, even though you're fully vaccinated. Um, but yeah, it's, it is the strange, yeah. like, cause it feels so inevitable. Like it's just, huh. it's going to happen at some point. I think, I mean, right. Maybe, or maybe I'll be some special person who never well, gets COVID. I don't know. Here, here's what I think. All right. Here's what I think about COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I think, so that family of diseases was basically discovered in 2002. Mm-hmm. And COVID nineteen is the real of that family. COVID nineteen so far is the real killer. So I think over time there's going to be another COVID that comes along. It's really going to do a lot of damage, maybe. But that could be a hundred years from now. That could be. Yeah. 70, well, and then there's years all these now. new things coming out too. There's some like crazy ear bleeding thing in India right now, and. Um. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that yeah. one yet. I, I haven't heard of that one. What's that one? It's I. I mean, I haven't looked that deeply into it, but it's some like hemorrhagic. It, it sounds similar to Ebola, like some sort of bleeding disease where I think like twenty five percent of people die from it. But like, not that many people have died yet. But like a good amount. It's kind of scary amount, but like not a trillion people have died yet. It's from, what is it? Okay, it's from ticks. It's from ticks, so mainly farmers are getting it. Um, yeah, it's from, like, tick-infected animals are infecting people. Well, that's, I mean, you know, 25% of somebody dying of a disease, that's a lot of... Yeah, it's a shit ton of people. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of people dying from disease. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the tick-borne illness, I mean, you know, you know, I mean... Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, um, 
Oh, that's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so your people, like your community, they they kind of think um, COVID's not real. I wouldn't say it's my community. It's it's more like my community is very mixed. You know, like I have one girlfriend who has 600 acres up on the mountain, and she has a huge party every year, and you have to bring a vaccine card to be let in. She's hardcore about it. And then you have other people. Um, But, yeah, I have other people in my life who are super anti. I had one friend lose his mind on me a few times when I mentioned I was getting vaccinated or wearing a mask, you know, and he'd be like, me and my family, we're so healthy, blah, 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 we don't have to do that stuff, blah, 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 you know, and I finally just, like, lost it on him one day. I'm just like, good for you for being healthy. Fuck you, too. Like, Jesus, how entitled. And I, like, lost it on him and <laughs> blocked him and just told him to fuck himself, and thankfully he apologized. Why, why do you think, I mean, why in the world do you think so many people, because honestly, like a lot of people, like they they think, well, if I'm healthy, I'm not going to catch this. I, I don't know, understand. but that's how I was. I know, but that's exactly how I was. That is exactly yeah. how I was, and that's why I want to scream from the rafters. And that's why this is so frustrating because I thought flu vaccines were stupid and for old people, you know. And then I just got a regular old flu. So like I got it. Like I. I get, or I get it. Like, I won a triathlon the year before I got sick. I was radiantly healthy. I was this acupuncturist. Like, I was just oozing health. Yeah. You know, so why would I get sick from a, you know what I mean? Like, like why would I? It doesn't seem logical. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, plus, like, I mean, I, one I thing I learned. It's epidemic of people thinking it can't happen to them. I think that is, it's mm-hmm. this, it is this human nature thing. It's kind of this, I mean, I think, yeah. actually, now that I think about it, it's like a survival thing. It's even like animals have it really so strongly so they can kind of act normal after they almost just got murdered, like, five times. But you know what I mean? It's like some sort of glitch in our brains that makes it so we can keep functioning when horrible stuff's going on around us, but they take it too far. Right. Well, I mean, I think... So one thing I I think about a lot is... So I talk to people who've been to the... who work... who are in Ukraine right now. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and like I can be in my peaceful place and be talking to somebody across the planet and, yeah. you know, they're worried worried about shelling or, or whatever. And I think it's a lot of people just they're comfortable. You know, they're they're basically comfortable and they really can't. They don't see. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they can't put themselves in other people's shoes. It's like, exactly. I mean, sadly, it's human nature. I've done it a million times, and then suddenly the thing happens to me, and I'm like, oh, wow, whoops, and then I have compassion. Yeah. Right. I think you're totally right. I think that's absolutely right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe I'm glad I got the flu before I got COVID. <laughs> 
because I probably maybe wouldn't have gotten a COVID vaccine if I hadn't gotten the flu first. And if I was like radiantly healthy right now, maybe I'd be like, whatever, I'll be fine. I mean, you never know. I don't know. I don't know. That's that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Um. So, hmm. So do you, do you think? I guess. Well, I know what I think now. But what What's do you that? think as far as? Do you think people are going to learn? Are going not learn is not the right word. Do you think enough people are going to start realizing this is real that they start behaving like it's real or what? Um, I mean, I just think it's going to be a mix. Just a second. Um, somebody else tried to call. Um, yeah, I. I, do I mean, too. I think people are slowly kind of waking up. Maybe. Do you know what I mean? Like. Like, so what I've tried my hardest to do is not be judgmental because it's like you don't want to create more resistance than there already is. And so what I really try to do is just share my experience with people and the science. And then hope for the best, you know? Yeah. And so, like, you know, like, so, okay. So, for example, when I was talking to my friend who him and his wife have long COVID, and his wife's really sick, and he still was like, oh, ivermectin, blah, 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 blah. Oh, no, what he was saying was, oh, my friend took ivermectin and got better. And I was like, well, yeah, some people are going to get better from ivermectin because they just randomly happen to have, like, um, whatever the kind of infection it treats. Just, you know, like – and. Same thing with me. Like, I got a COVID vaccine, and I swear I've gotten better this year than I have, or, you know, I've, I've, my health has improved more this year than it has in the last 10 years. And part of me kind of thinks maybe that's from getting vaccinated. You know, maybe it, it killed whatever virus was still in me or something like that. And so I just, you know, I shared that, and it kind of, I saw his, he kind of like his brain kind of clicked a little bit. You know what I mean? It's just like, Planting those seeds instead of like pushing people is where I'm at. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the COVID vaccine made me deathly ill. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, that means that that really means that it saved you because yes. honestly, like the sicker you get with the vaccine, the, the sicker you would have gotten COVID, so. Yeah, I was horribly sick. The first two times, no, three times, first two times for five days, third time for, like, four days, and then the fourth time for just a couple of days. Yeah. 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 Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Have you had COVID yet? I have not. Okay. Cool. Fortunately. It is weird. Like, are we, like, rarities at this point? <laughs> I wonder if, like, we're the Native Americans that haven't gotten smallpox. Right. Honestly. Like, <laughs> you know, or not smallpox, but, like, uh, not smallpox. What is that? Yeah. Like, oh, what's that thing that, things? what's that thing that, there's a thing that, that most people from Africa and Europe and Asia it and it's just whatever but like, like it's from syphilis? Native... no not syphilis no is it i forget well, so it's like i've always wondered that too because i'd never ever had a flu before this one flu i got 
And, like, I had, like, really close contact with the person. And I almost wonder if, like, I have some protective thing against flus. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like it took a lot to get me really yeah. sick. Yeah. Right. Yeah, my roommate had the same flu, and she's perfectly fine still. Um, and you still, and, like, you all keep up and 10 years later? Yeah, we hung out uh, two weeks ago. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so dumb. Um, I was, she was really sick. She had the flu, but I was radiantly healthy, so whatever. You know, I'm not so worried about getting sick. And I was really stressed about something, and she was smoking pot, and I just asked her if I could have a couple hits of her pot to not be stressed. Um, and that's why I got sick. Like, literally. Yeah. So let me ask you... The dumbest thing. (laughs) Let me ask you another question. When we had talked uh, a couple of years ago, there was the... You you were the first person telling me about the fires. Or one of the first people telling me about the fires. Yeah. So how are the fires doing? Um, bad. I mean, we're really stressed out about it. I just... I feel like it's like... Like, life as we knew it is over. You know what I mean? Like, I am going to apply for this Vipassana meditation retreat in Northbrook, California in August. And that's near Yosemite. And part of me is like, why? Like, that's kind of dumb. It will probably get canceled or you might die or, you know what I mean? Like, like the end of the summer is not fun anymore. Summer and fall are just, you're just looking forward to smoke and maybe dying and like losing your house. Oh, because of, um, it's not fun because of fire season, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's just yeah, really yeah. stressful. Like the whole thing is just stressful. Like right now I have three people at my house, um, weed whacking. Um, so yeah, like now they have like really strict rules, like about fire suppression and weed whacking and keeping your property clear. Um, yeah, and they're having all these classes around here. So it's a huge, huge deal. And then there's also like this gnarly drought in California. I don't know. Are you aware of the drought? The drought? No, I'm not. Oh my God. We are in an epic drought like it's the the governor has declared like emergency status like in our county and and i think some other counties but definitely our county lakes are just really low like this is the driest year on record essentially yeah i mean it's just like a tinderbox so that's just going to add to the fire wow that sounds pretty bad yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. And then, like, but I also feel so lucky to live in California. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> Could be worse, I think. Could be, like, Texas or something that has deregulated everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of think everywhere has got kind of... I guess good and bad sort of situations, yeah, but for sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So, like, what do you think? Like, project this out maybe five, ten years. What do you What do you think? 
as far as fires or COVID or drought or all of it. Like, what do you everything. think? <laughs> what do you think? Um, five like, years out, I think there's going to be a lot of chronically sick people from COVID. I totally think that. Yeah. Um, and as far as the fires and drought, like, I don't see them getting better. I'm praying that, you know, I'm, I now work at doing water conservation outreach. So basically what I do is I help people get free water tanks so that they can store water in the winter so they don't have to use the water in the summer so that the water will stay in our waterways. Um, and so there's a lot of people working really hard, like how, like, um, CDF, um, California yeah. Department of Fire. They are also working really hard. Like just a lot of us are working really hard to get this under control. And I, I mean, I hope we can get it under control, but, yeah. but I also just like don't have a lot of faith because money talks, you know, and people are still getting permits to like some, Weed grower just got a permit. He is also a water deliverer, and he just got a permit to put in a huge well that's now sucking all the water away from his neighbors. And for some reason, the county is still approving these things. So I don't, you know, it's hard to have faith when you see these kind of stupid things happening that are just making things worse. Right. That that does sound bad. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I hate to say it. I know I probably will make some people hate me, but, like, I don't think new wells should be allowed to be put in. Yeah. Because why? Because... Because there's, we have nothing... We don't have enough water in the aquifers as it is. Like, if you yeah. need water, you put in a, a pond or you put in rain catchment. Yeah. I mean, so, I know, because I went out there once, but California has it's like a, basically a desert, pretty much. Well, I'm part yeah. of it. Like where I live, it's lots and lots of trees, so that's why we have yeah. fires. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's just—it's more like it just needs to be properly managed. You know, if everybody got like ponds and rain catchment and a lot of water storage and store their water in the winter so that they don't use the water from the waterways and the ground in the aquifers in the summer then potentially the water in the rivers will start coming back. Um, if Cal Fire and the forestry services, like, start managing the forests better, because that's another problem, is, like, um, all these timber companies planted all these trees, but the younger trees draw so much, like, three to four times more water than the older trees. So that's another turning out, like... You know, all these trees that were planted 50 years ago are sucking all the water out of our rivers. So it's like it's a really complicated situation. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I'm i going to do my best, and I also – it's hard to have faith. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the book The Water Knife? I have not. I highly recommend listening to it. Don't read it. Listen, because the narrator is amazing. Um, and it is all about our future and water. And, um, have you ever heard of the Cadillac Desert? Okay, it's called the Water Knife, and the other one's called the Cadillac Desert. Yeah, the Cadillac Desert is like an old book, and it's kind of, it's like the Bible in the Water Knife. And it is all about, um, 
how when they started bringing water from the Colorado to California. And it's all about all that, that and politics. And oh, stuff. so and that's it's what like Cadillac Desert's about. Wow. And so it's all about water rights. And the water knife is also all about water rights. Like it's all going to come down to who has the best water rights. Okay. Yeah. And in the book, and like, Texas and Arizona are just screwed. Wow. But I really am passionate about it. I've listened to it like four times at this point, and I think they need to make a movie out of it. Um, I just think people need to get really serious, not only about the environment, but water specifically, because, like, we really need it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not – it's kind of like there's a finite supply of water. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. not, not exactly, because, you know, you have the rain cycle and whatever, but, like, we're – I feel like we're expanding beyond our water, just in yeah. general. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, I live, so where I live, I, I did a podcast recently about about wastewater management where I live, and I was mm-hmm. amazed to learn a lot of stuff about it. And that a quarter show, of just, our water goes to sewage? Yeah. It's just what so else crazy. Because that's the one fact I know that I'm like super upset about. Well, so my town, my city, Atlanta, has been my city doubles in size about every 25 years, population wise. Wow. Um, okay. So we're rocking along on the water infrastructure from the 1970s when Atlanta had roughly two-thirds fewer people. Okay? Mm-hmm. So that's what that's the main pullout. That's what I learned from that show. Yeah. But as far as, like, we just believe, and it's not, you know, it's like people believe in the water fairy. Like, kids believe in the tooth fairy, people believe. And now we just think it's going to come. Yeah. Yes. And that's why I think everybody needs sleep. That's why I think they need to make a movie about the water knife. So everybody can watch it and and realize that like no, water is finite. <laughs> so it's it's called the water knife, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can find that and like what yeah. to say like listen to it. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Hmm. Well, thanks, Petra. Um. Thanks a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm happy that you're doing. Fairly well, and I'm glad to hear from you Thank again. You. you too. Um, yeah, I'm doing right. a thousand times better than last time we talked. Oh, so. totally, totally, totally. Um, anyway. Cool. Um, thanks, thanks, people. And like I always say, I'm having a great day, and hope you are too. And thank you, Petra. Hang on the line one second, please. Okay.